Is your child struggling with a specific subject or need help with homework? Are they asking questions that you're not sure you can fully answer? IXL Learning is an online learning program for kids. It covers math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed. This program will improve your kids' grades. Studies done in almost every state in the country. The kids who had IXL are consistently doing better. Powered by advanced algorithms, IXL gives the right help to each kid no matter the age or personality. And it doesn't have to eat up all your time. One subscription gets you everything for all the kids in your home, pre-K to 12th grade. So don't miss out. One in four students in the U.S. are learning with IXL. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com audio. Visit IXL.com audio to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Well, they won't be making changes at the quarterback position, but let's take a deep dive into QB1. All right, Dan, our category is defining moment on the bright side. Uh Uh-oh, and big number. Let's start with the defining moment. What did you think that was for Justin Fields? So for me, it's the interception. It's the interception in the red zone, and it's it's, it's a chance to do everything that we talked about leading up into the game. It's it's to take the momentum from Minnesota and and show that it means something, to show that it's real, to show that it can lead to production and points, and you have a great drive going, and you're inside the red zone, and your offensive coordinator trusts you to throw the ball, and the one thing you have to do in that situation is make sure you don't turn it over and people can say hey listen there was some some push up front that that disrupted the play nonsense right Justin Fields threw that ball from a, an arm angle that he thought he needed to use to get it to Cole Komet in the end zone and he drilled a defensive lineman in the helmet this wasn't a pass that was batted into the air it was a pass thrown into the forehead of a rushing defensive lineman unexcusable it bounces up in the air Jonathan Allen gets his first career interception and and all of a sudden you have that moment that says uh oh Right. And it's the start of a, an 0 for 3 night in the red zone. And it's a turnover in a scoring opportunity that takes points off the board. And we talked about Valus Jones making a game losing play. That right there is a game losing play. It's the start of a night that never really got back on track. Okay. That's a good one. I will go to the other most obvious miss of the night because I think it's indicative of a lot of things. The miss for Ryan Griffin, who was on his own, wide open in the end zone. And Justin Fields missed him. And we talk all the time about needing to hit the layups. That was missing the layup and you kind of, you know, not even hitting the rim. And I don't know how that happens in the NFL when you are, I mean, I know how it happens, but I don't think you can, it doesn't bode well for his ability to be a touch passer for understanding the the difference between 
you know, aiming and throwing and having finesse and all these things that that's just something that as a, as a quarterback in the national football league, a play you have to make. It also came because it was a great play design. Yeah. It was, it was, it was disappointing because you saw all the schematic genius, if you will, of Luke Getze on display there. Great call, wide open miss. And it defined what that night would become, what we'll remember about Thursday night, if we want to remember it at all. But, I mean, Justin Fields needed to play better early on because if they're up 14 to nothing, they're playing with a lead that they don't know, you know, if they've ever had one that big with him as a quarterback. And that would be a much different story. I'm watching a lot of nine-year-old flag football this fall, and that was the kind of miss that I'm used to seeing in nine-year-old flag football right now. Open receiver, quarterback misses them. And, and for, for the crowd that says, boy, the Bears are really holding Justin back, right? Then they're not giving him enough opportunities. You earn opportunities by making simple plays, right? And, and, and for those who say, hey, Luke Getze's got to let him let him." you know, deal in, in the red zone. Luke Getz, he's got to let Justin Fields be the guy. Well, look, look what happened on, on Thursday night. There's an interception and a missed touchdown pass, 14 points, right? Taken off of your team's scoreboard in a game you lost by five points while giving up 12, right? It, it, it's, it's, it's inexcusable and you can't gloss this stuff over. And this is, this is again, my point. I just keep going back to the idea that you can't be so thirsty and eager to think that Justin is hundred percent going to develop into the guy you believe him to be, that you're willing to forgive mistakes like like this, because these are huge mistakes. He's young. I get it. He's inexperienced. I get it. A high school quarterback should be able to make that throw to Ryan Griffin in the end zone. No doubt about it. I mean, people who say, quote unquote, you want to let Justin cook. I'm not, I'm not sure I'd let him near the stove. Yeah. Like go wash your hands first. Right? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. All right. Next category on the bright side. Was there a bright side? Were there uh, plays that you saw some positivity? Look, I, you know, you know me, I'll be hesitant, but there's an obvious bright, a bright side here. And it's the 40 yard pass to Dante Pettis coming out of halftime and, and just taking advantage of a three play, a free play, showing the ability to throw a deep ball. You've got your matchup. You fire to a guy who hasn't necessarily caught the ball on a consistent basis this year. And you put a, a really nice deep ball out there. He makes a really nice catch. There's life in the building, right? And that's what you're trying to create, life in the building. And we know Justin has us in him, right? I would just say for people that are like, that's it. That's the one that keeps you coming back. You say, no, that's that can't be the one that keeps you coming back. He's an NFL quarterback. He should be able to make that throw on occasion. It's got to become the norm for it to want you to keep coming back. But in that moment, really nice throw, really nice lift for the Bears. You were there. I, I'm sure you felt the jolt in Soldier Field when that was completed. People went crazy and people high five and, and that's not even in the press box. Um, <laughs> and some guys covering, you know, who want to see Justin Fields succeed so badly. So the writing is right and accurate. Oh, but never mind about that. Yeah, it was. Name, name, David's name, names. No, I wouldn't do that. No, it's, uh, it's all good. But I, I think, yeah, that's a good one. Um, my on the bright side moment is, is similar to what it was against the Vikings. I think there, the 39-yard run it, it illustrated that, number one, somebody who refused to be denied. Um, he was in a position at a time in the game where they needed him to make something happen. It was a potential game-winning drive. And the sheer force of will that he displays, along with his amazing ability to make people miss, I, I don't want to be a hypocrite because I do think that you know, as as I've said, as I've written, as I will continue to say, and I, I don't mean it as, as bad as it sounds, but as a young franchise quarterback, 
Justin Fields is a hell of a running back and he's still the best, the bears best running back right now. That's not sustainable, but it is special. And I think that when he does something that special, you have to recognize it and you can't ignore it because that let's face it is why they keep going back to him and why they will give him every opportunity to prove himself because he has that capability to draw you in like, okay, there it is. Oh, there it is. And maybe it is fool's gold, Dan. Maybe, maybe it is a false positive, but when he does stuff like that, I I don't know that, you know, not certainly this is reminiscent of, of the special type of quarterbacks that you see succeed at a high level in the NFL. I don't know if Justin Fields can ever get there because of other limitations you got to score touchdowns. You got to complete passes. But boy, when he's on the move and on the run in the open field, that's fun to watch. It's great to have that in your toolbox. You just don't want it to be the tool that you have to use to make everything happen, right? And so that's what they have to be very conscious of of finding that balance with Justin. Okay, the uh oh category. <laughs> A reminder: we want to get out of here today. No, I got you, and, and I will because listen, like this won't be my uh, first Tom and Jerry reference on the show. It won't be my last Tom and Jerry on the reference on the show. But there were moments, David, watching on television, where I felt like I was watching Tom. Right, like they needed one of those big cartoon spatulas to get Justin Fields up off the turf, like three or four times in that game. He is taking a beating right now. Five sacks, 12 quarterback hits. He had a scramble. Uh, well, he had 12 quarterback runs. The vast majority of those scrambles, many of those ending with hits that he took. I don't know how this can continue. This is all cumulative and the beating that Justin Fields is taking right now. Now, good for him that he's got 11 days now before he has to play another game and he gets a long weekend to sit in an ice tub and put heating pads on and get himself rested up. But my goodness, the, 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 the assault that, that, that occurred on Justin Fields on Thursday night is troublesome. This is not sustainable for NFL quarterbacks. We've seen too many guys either get physically beaten or ultimately mentally beaten by these types of things. And so that's, uh, that's something that really needs to uh, to, 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 to be in the, the, the forefront of the Bears coaching staff's minds and in Justin's mind as we go forward. My uh-oh moment is actually, since this is sort of like a, a, a something we saw that concerns us, and, and this is this is mild, but it's minor, but it's important. You know, post game, it has very it involves Justin Fields, but it wasn't him directly. Matt Eberflus coming right out of the box talked about how he thought that Justin Fields took a step forward. And I came back to it and followed up with the question later in the in the press conference because I wasn't trying to be a smart aleck, but I did want him to clarify <laughs> what exactly he meant by that because I think he might have been one of the few people in the room who saw that as a step forward. Now, if you want to say we're being overly negative, they're saying he took a step backward. Okay. If you want to, you want to quibble over the kind of progress he made, whatever. I don't think it was a step forward. And I wanted to hear the head coach, uh, you know, state that or restate that for the record. And um, I hope that he's holding him to a higher standard privately than he did publicly because I understand why Matt Eberflus the power of positivity, but I also think that he needs to to hold Justin Fields accountable for the things that he didn't do while still rewarding him and respecting the toughness that he showed. 
So I was 100% appreciative of your follow-up question, and I thought it was well uh, said and, and well-timed. It particularly, it came after a question about how great Justin Fields' deep ball was, but we'll talk about that another time. It triggered a story that I was going to tell really quickly, and I know we're on a, on a time crunch here, but, but 2015, the Bears came off a, a, a pretty erratic offensive performance, and we were at Adam Gase's weekly press conference, and Jay Taft, who was a writer from the, the newspaper in Rockford, came out to the, the press conference, and he David, you remember Jay Taft and has a way of asking questions that sometimes set the subjects on the defense. And so he asked Adam Gase this 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 very sort of question. He said, hey, listen, do, do, do you think you took a step back on Sunday? And the Jay Taft voice, do you think you took a step back on Sunday? And Adam Gase was kind of taken aback and he, he got a little fidgety and he's like, oh, I don't know if we we took a step back. I mean, we didn't play really well. And, and there's a lot of things that I'd like to, to clean up. But, you know, I don't know that we have to go so far as, as calling it a step back. And Jay Taft's follow-up was, so you think you took a step forward? <laughs> and, and Gase was so outraged by this that he, he sought me out at practice. Like three days later, he was looking at me for like 10 minutes on the practice field. I'm like, man, he's got something that he wants to come confront me about. And I'm like all nervous. I'm all nervous. They get to the end of an individual drill and he comes walking over to the sideline and he goes, what was with that step forward or step back question the other day? It's such a trap. It's such a trick question. It was like four days later and, and he was still, he was still fuming about this different context on Thursday night. It made me laugh out loud because I, I listen, I think the question, the initial question should have stopped with Eberflus on what did you see and not set him up for, do you think he took a step back? Cause once you ask that the coach is going to side on his player's behalf and, and make sure that he doesn't step in something that he shouldn't step in on national television right after a, an emotional loss. And so Eberflus had to say what he had to say. You had to ask what you had to ask. And you got some answers that I think were okay for Matt Eberflus. He really felt that the mental and physical toughness to still put his team in position to win was a positive for Justin. But ultimately I think we all agree that there was no step forward. There was no step forward in Minneapolis. That was just a thing. It wasn't a step any direction. It was just a thing that happened. And so anyway, I just wanted to share that. Really, It would have meant more in Minneapolis had they followed up with momentum and carried it into last night. And that didn't happen. So you wonder about how portable uh, that kind of thing is in the NFL when you're talking about franchise quarterbacks. Last category, the big number. It's real quick. In and out, zero. Points scored in the red zone, zero. You had 10 plays from the six-yard line or closer and didn't score in any of them. It's not just the last pass to Darnell Mooney. You had 10 plays from the six-yard line or closer and could not score a touchdown. Yeah, mine would be five. I think that's the number of sacks that Justin Fields suffered. That does not mean the number of times that he was pressured. That means he went down five times. He tucked and ran. I know you tally those up, and that's fun to do, but he had too many carries. I think he ended up with 12 carries, five sacks. Your quarterback is getting beaten up, whether it's his shoulder, whether it's his ankle, whether it's got the wind knocked out of him. He needs this time off, and you're going to need to protect him whether it's schematically or with keeping another player, whatever the case, you need to protect your quarterback in those five sacks underscore just how important that is. One last small thing to wrap up the QB one segment. This was Justin Fields in his own words, talking about some of his frustration on Thursday night. We always get told that we're almost there. We're almost there. Like me personally, I'm tired of being almost there. I'm tired of being, you know, just, just this close. Uh, I feel like I've been hearing it for, so long now, but um, you know, at the end of the day, all you can do is get back to work. Um, that's the only reaction you have. You live and you learn, and 
get back next week and you know keep keep going, keep getting better. I was in that room, Dan. It, it was palpable disappointment. As down as I've seen him after a loss, he's had too many of them in his young career. He's not getting used to it, but I think he's. Uh, boy, it's just hard to see somebody trying to be a leader, doing the right things, and getting frustrated along the way. This is why I refuse to tell someone that they're almost there or that they're this close when they're not almost there or they're not this close. Justin Fields and the Chicago Bears offense are not close. They're not almost there. They have a lot of work to put in to get anywhere near the zip code of this close or almost there. Thursday night is as undeniable of a body of evidence as you can have to that conversation. I hope people in the outside world are willing to listen to that. And maybe Adam Stadzinski can find the xylophone to attach to this clip. And we can use this as a promo clip when we go forward. Well said.